Hey, what is up, y'all? It's your girl, Danielle, and welcome back to the Healthy Her and Wealthy Her podcast, where we talk about life, motherhood, spirituality, and everything in between. Listen, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Healthy Her and Wealthy Her podcast. Make sure you follow me at Pretty Brown and Poppin' on Instagram. Listen, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe because we have a lot going on. There's so much that we have coming out, so many upcoming events, and you do not want to miss out. So like I said, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and be sure to like, um, be, be sure to comment <laughs> down below, <clears throat> and let us know what you want us to talk about next. Now, y'all know it's February, so you know it is only right that we talk about relationships. Now, I know, I know, I know, there's plenty of relationship podcasts out there, and you're like, girl, I'm tired of hearing it. Listen, I'm tired of hearing it too. And that's why we're going to talk about it. Because the conversations that are going on is how to treat a man, how to treat a woman, why you ain't treating me right, this one's toxic, this one's this, this one's that. We're not talking about none of that. For the month of February, I really want to focus in on how we can create self-honoring relationships, not self-centered relationships. My goal is to help us dispel all these rumors about, you know, men just don't know how to treat women, women just don't know how to treat men, when in all reality, we don't know how to treat ourselves. <laughs> we don't know how to treat ourselves. And that's the reason why we keep attracting people who don't know how to treat us. That's the reason why we keep finding ourselves in unhealthy relationships, is because we do not know how to treat ourselves. How you treat yourself and the relationship that you have with yourself is a direct reflection of how you feel about yourself. And it is going to directly affect and impact how you interact with others, what you accept from others, what you see in others, what you ignore in others. As I've taken a step back from dating and even just trying to form new friendships, I've really just taken a step back and just really observed myself. Because I've always found myself in relationships where I'm constantly giving. I realize I'm an acts of service type of girl. I'm a quality time type of girl. Like I am going to be there for you. I'm gonna do what you need to do. I'm gonna affirm you. Like I'm gonna always support you even when I don't agree with you. But what I found is that I oftentimes did not always have that, not consistently at least. Now me, I'm a consistent friend. If I show up for you one time, baby, you better know I'm showing up for you every time I can. And if I can't, I'm gonna be sure to let you know. And I'm gonna show up for you consistently. That's the key for me, it's consistency. And when I took a step back and I really examined the relationships that had not worked out, both friendships, business, and um, just my interpersonal relationships in general, I realized that I was doing so much consistently. And I was very rarely receiving the same energy in return. And it's because I find such joy in doing for people. I find so much joy in showing up, affirming people, making people feel good. But then when I turn around and I say, you know, this is how I'm feeling right now, or I'm not feeling my best, I was oftentimes invalidated or met with silence. And now I wanna be clear, I'm not faulting anybody because it's my responsibility to find people who give me the same energy that I give them. The problem was that I wasn't. I wasn't. I was finding people who enjoyed my energy, who enjoyed you know, being around me when I was my happy peppy self. But as soon as I had a down moment, I didn't really feel like I had anybody to depend on. And this isn't to say that the people who 
were around me weren't supporting me. They were supporting me the best way they could. It just wasn't what I needed. And this is why I wanna talk about self-honoring relationships. I created a webinar that's gonna be going on February 22nd where we are going to be diving into how to create self-honoring relationships. But today what I really wanna focus on is why this is so important. So on the 22nd, we'll go over how to do it. I wanna go over why this is so important. When you look back at your relationships, I want you to think about certain patterns because our relationships, whether it's business, interpersonal, friendships, love, whatever, even with our children, all have, a, have specific concepts that follow you, <laughs> right? For instance, I always found aggressive friends. I always found aggressive friends. And anybody who knows me now knows I'm not an aggressive person. I choose not to be an aggressive person. <laughs> I'm capable of it, but I choose not to be that way because I don't like the way it makes me feel. I don't like feeling out of control. And I don't like the things that I do when I'm aggressive and when I'm out of control. That's really like, I feel like I'm in danger and I'm gonna hurt you before you hurt me. And I don't like being like that on a regular basis. So I have really found a way to control my emotions enough to where I'm not super aggressive. Now, if I'm upset, baby, you gonna know I'm upset, but I'm more so quiet than anything because that's just, I prefer silence over saying something I'm gonna regret. <laughs> Let's just put it that way, saying something I'm, I'm gonna regret. But I found myself in best friend relationships with really aggressive people. And, you know, after, and we always ended up falling out because of their aggression towards me. So one day, a couple months ago, I was like, Lord, why do I find myself in these types of relationships? And the Lord said this to me. It's because you have not reconciled within yourself how to keep yourself safe. The aggressive people make you feel safe because you know that they're not going to tolerate the things that you would typically tolerate. They have firm boundaries that they're willing to go to bat for and you don't. And I was like, oh. You ain't had to rip me to pieces like that, Lord. But he was, but the Lord was right. He was right. There was an aggressiveness about me that was inside of me that I just suppressed completely, that I never learned how to um, get control over. I just suppressed it. And it was to the point where I became a pushover. I was a people pleaser. I was a yes man. Like I said earlier, I'm supporting you even if I don't agree. And while that may work in some instances, when it comes to building firm foundations, like relationships built on firm foundations, that was unhealthy. Because I was now looking for somebody to fill my void feel the void that was inside of myself. And one, that's not fair to that person. And two, that's not fair to me. Because oftentimes when we're lacking something in an extreme, we're gonna find that extreme and attach ourselves to it. And I know I'm not the only person dealing with this. And this is why I say it's so important to build self-honoring relationships. But the, before you can build self-honoring relationships, you need to know what you need. What do you need? <laughs> What do you want? What do you lack? Because if you lack something, you're going to be searching for that in other people. And now don't get me wrong, there are certain instances where it's like, you know, opposites attract and it's okay to find people who have what you lack, 
but not to the point where you are so reliant on it to protect yourself, to advocate for yourself. And I'm just speaking for me, but insert whatever you lack, whatever void you're trying to fill, because it's not fair to that other person for them to be responsible for filling your void, even if it's just something that they naturally do. Oftentimes when I was friends with aggressive people, we always fell out. Because again, the aggression lives inside of me. I just never learned to suppress I just only learned to suppress it. I didn't learn how to control it and use it. So I oftentimes fell out with that aggressive friend because once their aggression was turned towards me, oh baby, <laughs> you're awakening something in me that I don't like. And that was the thing, is that when you lack something in an extreme within yourself, you are naturally going to find that in somebody else and then it is naturally going to trigger you, especially when it is directed towards you. So self-honoring relationships takes into account what you need and how you need to be treated. But when you look at the relationship that you have with yourself, you have to think about what these relationships that you're forming that have not worked say about you. Because oftentimes we're lacking something. I even give you an example when it comes to love relationships. There have been oftentimes where I have found myself in relationships with men that just simply are not my type. Like they're not my physical type. They're not my personality type, but for some reason I'm attached to them. And I asked the Holy Spirit the same question. Like, well, why do I find myself in relationships with these types of men when they're not even really my type? Like, cause you know, by the time the oogly googlies wear off, you know, you're just kind of looking back like, what did I ever see in you? And Holy Spirit said this, they represent something to you. They represent safety. They represent being you being seen and you being heard. But they don't represent anything else you need in your life. They don't represent, they don't meet any other need in your life. The need for somebody to follow through, they don't meet that need. The need for consistency, they don't meet that need. They meet your short-term needs, not your long-term needs. So self-honoring relationships meet your long-term needs, not just needs you have at the moment. And you know, me needing to feel safe comes from me simply not feeling safe in my own body. Not feeling safe around a lot of different men because I had not healed my daddy issues because I wasn't safe around my dad. I'm still not safe around my dad. Not that he would ever physically harm me. I mean, when I was younger maybe, but now he's just very verbally abusive. So anytime I find a man who is kind to me, I'm like, oh, he must love me. It's like, or he's just being nice to you. <laughs> or he's just being nice to you. And I just wasn't used to that. Again, that is a me problem. <laughs> That's a me problem. It's not a them problem. It's a me problem. So if you haven't noticed, uh, a common theme in self-honoring relationship is that everything that you need, you need to determine. It's not on anybody else to meet your needs. And don't get me wrong. Okay, let me rephrase that. It's not that it's not on anybody else to meet your needs. It's not on the person who's unable to meet your needs to meet your needs. Especially your extreme needs. Especially your needs that are bred from trauma and from a place of lack. This is why they say you have to be a whole person before you can really form healthy relationships. Now me, I'm a businesswoman. I like business. Why? Business is very cut and dry. It is what it is and it ain't what it ain't. <laughs> 
And so in, in business relationships for me, it's a lot easier to create boundaries. And so I prefer to start a business with somebody or become a partner with somebody, then become friends, as opposed to become friends, then become business partners. Because for me personally, I like hard, rigid boundaries sometimes. I need to know my limits. And sometimes other people aren't like that in personal relationships, because again, we find what we are, right? And so some people may not know what their hard limits are. I kind of sort of know what my hard limits are, but it's easier for me to assert that in business than it is for me to assert it in my personal relationships. And it's so interesting because when I talk to my clients, um, it's almost like I do that backwards for them, right? I help them identify, but again, it's a business relationship, right? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm having epiphanies during this too. Um, but I help them identify what they're lacking in their personal relationships and I help them fix them in their personal relationships so that when they go into business, because oftentimes my clients are entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs, I help them fix those concepts and fix those areas of lack in their personal relationships so that they can then enforce them and live up to them in their business relationships. Isn't that so funny? how we can look at everybody else and see what they got going on, but it's hard for us to look at ourselves. And I will say, I feel like that's just kind of my burden sometimes because I have yet to meet somebody who's willing to tell me like, Danielle, this is what you got going on, <laughs> aside from a therapist. But I say this to say, because I want to wrap up. I say this to say, you need to know what you need. You need to understand your long-term needs. You need to understand your wants, your desires, and what you lack within yourself. And you need to fill those voids and fill those needs because you have to find people who can fill those needs. You can't force something out of somebody that simply doesn't exist. And how do you know? You see if they're giving it to themselves. You see how they are in their other relationships. Like you have to really watch people. And one of the things that we're going to talk about in the, in the episodes to come is building trust. Relationships take time. And I know as women, we're like, girl, that's my friend. That's my friend. That's my friend. Girl, I love her. And we just met her in the bathroom <laughs> talking about mascara. What we're saying is we love that person's personality, but we don't know that person. So creating self-honoring relationships takes time. It takes intention. And you really need to focus in on yourself first. Like I said, I got a webinar on February 22nd where we are going to be diving deep into this and you're gonna be leaving with tools and strategies to figure out what type of relationships you need. What does it mean to honor myself in a relationship? What does it mean to find people who meet my needs? So make sure you click the link below. If you're watching on YouTube, be sure to click the link below. And if you're not watching on YouTube and you're listening, be sure to go over to Instagram. You can find it on uh, at Pretty Brown and Poppin. That's my personal business page. Or you can find it on Healthy Her and Wealthy Her podcast. You deserve relationships that make you feel whole. But you deserve to feel whole without them relationships. Okay? I love you. Until next time.
Thank you for tuning into today's episode. Make sure that you like, comment, and subscribe, and be sure to share with another extraordinary woman in your life. Also, make sure that you're following us on Instagram at the Healthy Her and Wealthy Her podcast. Until next time.